In this episode today, I want to hear into guidance around selfless living, identifying one's experience as an individual in interaction with the world and with others from a non-self-centered place. To hear more into how that looks, a description of addressing life, not from this small place of this human self-identity. I'm titling this episode, In Lekek Alakim, which is a Mayan saying upon greeting another, and it means more or less in English, I am another you. To live beyond this self-centric, confining identity you call self requires understanding what the self is composed of and why it exists at all. There is no mistake, no wrongness. It is simply a need for understanding to move beyond the confining self. One must understand it. To move beyond any obstacle or any limitation, that limitation or obstacle must be understood. The roots of it, the purpose of it. There is no brushing past the boulders. There must always be the pause, the respect, the attention given to what the boulder is, how it got there, seeing its formation, its beauty, its rightness to exist. The human self is composed of all the elements, all the conditions of earthly life around it. It is the most necessary composition for awareness in this earthly existence. This present-day earthly self is composed of the conditions of the present day and of every moment of that life's present existence. It is composed of the culture. It is composed of the condition of the earth, the time of living. It is composed of the climate. And it is most intimately composed by those that they live with, by the parents of that very baby and the family around it. 
by every experience in the human life is composed this self, this identity. It is like this little self is standing in the captain's cabin of the ship. And all the conditions of the sea, of the sky, of the crew, of the ship itself, are creating that captain's stance, that captain's reality. And so this human self, with the name that it may carry, and the identifiers of the work that it may do, of its responses to the blows and traumas, to the the loves and graces of its life is an important aspect of one's being and one's evolution. The question you've come into with this is to understand beyond that, beyond that captain's quarters, beyond this responding to the immediate life, the immediate time period of humanity, and the immediate family's conditions, community conditions. How to be in that position, in this human embodiment, an incarnation and to live beyond that singular self and is that important and why would one seek that the singular identity that most carry as their most dominant reality the egoic nature The self composed of minds, dictates minds, thoughts, minds, creation, emotions, repeated patterns of response, the body's calling, the body's desires. That human self that is created in response to how the parents brought that person up how the friends in the school respond to them, what the demands, what the gives and the takeaways of life have have created. To live within that self is a survivor state, truly. How to survive this human existence? It's heavy air, it's high impact. That human self stands as a champion, a representative, a protector, a navigator. Sometimes with great success, and sometimes with very little success. With great success, the one identifies egoically as one of capacity and strength of power 
And one who is failing in that goes into depression and anxiety and fracturing. These are extremes. And one who walks in the middle path of balance and equilibrium has found their place, their position, their way, their work, their harmony. There are a thousand variations and there are a billion variations of how one meets life from this captain's quarters of the egoic self. As the Buddhist teachings point to to be held in into to be held into egoic nature is to be standing in the position of vulnerability to suffering. To be vulnerable to criticism, vulnerable to rejection and judgment from others. To be held in the grip of desires for more, for better, for power, for food, for sustenance, for safety. Therefore, this human temporary created self is in a difficult position, always seeking, always defending always struggling to understand, always vulnerable, always trying to be invulnerable, trying to be complete and fed and purposeful and loved, trying to be safe in being loved and fed and housed and respected. Very little stillness in this picture, strident, continual effort, swinging between great victories and successes and joys that come and then go. The fleeting nature of fulfillment to this human identity suspended and held in the web of worldly conditions and the suffering that can be so great the fear of being nowhere nothing starving lost rejected a failure alone alone what sits in the depth of suffering and fear for so many is the fear to be alone not loved not seen what is the choice and what is the teachings what are the teachings of the Buddha 
what are the teachings of every master of consciousness. You are not that. You are more than that. You are more than that lowercase self. You are uppercase self. Self with a capital S. You are a continuous, ongoing, non-dying self. You are soul. The question then at the beginning of this is how to live from that uppercase soul self. How to be identified there. How to walk through this worldly life with that in the center of one's being, one's actions, one's inner reality. And as at the beginning, it must be understood, what is this greater self? This Atmic Soul Self is the true presence. It is the true reality of consciousness and being that everyone is, that everything is in all its gradations of evolution. It is the source of love that trickles down into the human emotion, that can trickle down into the thoughts of mind, into the goodness, into the ethics, into the values of human self. It is the source of such truth, such ethics. It is the source of beingness itself. The I amness. It is the true identity of your being and all being. It is nameless. It cannot be fixed to the relationships with anyone in your context. It is in relationship to many, to all. It exists beyond life. That you, that you are, exists beyond this life. Beyond this mother, this father, this husband, these children. These temporary moments, these temporary waters you're sailing through. The whole ocean is your home. The whole existence 
is your world. The soul self is the source of peace. In its most intrinsic nature, it is peace. It is ananda. It is bliss. Bliss is not just a rare emotion, nor is peace just a state of stillness. It is the original nature held in your soul, in your being. Your soul self, your atmic self, is not a place of a thousand words, a billion words. It is a place of knowledge. Knowledge known without words, before words. It is a place of awareness a place of a collection of all. It is not based in memory. It is not based in the past, the present, the future. It is a timeless state, the soul. The soul self is a freedom. Cannot be killed, cannot be rejected. Cannot be judged It cannot be placed in any of those unconscious attitudes of the lowercase self. It is beyond the animal nature, beyond the survival nature, and it is within your very breath it is in your heart, it is placed as the fundamental qualities of your existence. It sits as the image and the blueprint of all life, all cellular formation, all cellular processes. It is a mystery, it is a vastness. And yet it is who you are. And you as a human being with a mind that is mapped to know, mapped to receive the knowledge. Your mind is mapped to know itself as soul. Your heart is mapped to be linked to the very source of love. Your emotions are mapped to feel the beauty, the ananda, the peace. And your body is mapped to host the soul, to host that supreme absolute state of consciousness and knowledge and beingness. It is mapped to host that, to walk it, to grow the flowers, to touch them, to smell them, to love them, to know the creature world, to tend to it, to marvel at the oceans, at the elements, 
to live in the elements. You are the water. You are the flower. You are the existence of beingness is all around you. In lekek alekin. I am another you. As you look into the soft brown eyes of a horse. As you greet another human. In lekek alekin. We share that conscious fabric of selfness. We share that universal existence of beings. We individuate it within our humanness. And with our string of lives of humanness, we individuate, we shape. We are creators, creating the lived reality of that greater beingness. We carry a portion of it within our hands, our choices, our breath, and we shape it. So how do we live in that higher self, that atmic self, as people? The first answer to that is following the stream of love because the love has no barriers and no divisions it doesn't have its own encasement its own place that is separate from another the heart is designed to enjoy and designed to be a connector between the individuation, individuals. It is your heart stream that looks into the soft brown eyes of the horse and says, I am another you. It is the heart that gazes in namaste to another and sees into their shared existence, the likeness. In that state of higher self-being, there is no hierarchy. There is not one that is more than another. You cannot gaze on anyone and see that they are less or more than you. Because you are they, and they are you. You cannot divide and separate. You cannot judge. To judge another would be to judge your own being. In that true state of higher self-awareness, there is only respect, compassion, and love. There is only wonder. There is only a greater and greater love. And how does one in higher self meet judgments and meet disrespect meet violence even. In terms of judgment, there is no place for judgment to land. In higher self, you know. You know you are in the stream of the infinite light. You know 
you are in the presence of truth, that you are the presence of truth. There is no place for judgment to land. There is no vulnerability to rejection. There is no deep fear of aloneness because that is absolute illusion. Every being around you is part of you and you are part of them. So a being who is operating from that higher, all-pervasive self-state emanates peace, emanates Ananda, emanates love. And so they quite literally aren't alone. Because people and animals will flock to that light. So thirsty, so needing to feel that peace, that ease, that love. Love is the only answer, as it's been said. Love is the only medicine, really. It is the only truth in reality. And it is the only power, if it could be called that. It is the only real identity one can have is love. In the kek alaken is words of love. There can be no placing a king, a queen, a famous person above you. There can be no special treatment to those that are wealthy. There can be no adoration. Because in this soul self, in those eyes, is the only place where there's truth. The rest is a cloaking, fancy boat, a captain with power, that barges through the ocean as though no one else is there. Or a defeated person with dullness in their spirit who's given up. But to gaze from the soul self into the eyes of either is to see past their construction, their conclusions, their bondage into human smaller self and see within them the dearness, the yearning, the seeking, the defeat. It is to send a surge of that true reality, that true enjoining. To live your life from higher self is to discern upon your choices, your actions, your daily situations, and to discern from where they come from and what they are serving. Is this just for me? 
Am I only seeking or doing this or choosing this for me, my lowercase me? Or is this assisting and addressing all those around me, the whole situation around me? Is it giving outward or is it drawing inward? Am I shrinking inward with this or am I expanding outward? Does this create love and a true sense of peace in me? Or is this creating a sense of just safety and survival? Am I cloistering myself, surrounded by these things that I so desire? Am I feeling separate from others? Or am I feeling in love and enjoying with others? The practice of relocating, shall we say, reorienting to the self that we speak of, that greater self that is the true being that you are. The practice can be supported and learned through the practice of meditation. Meditation is a changing of point of view, a changing of frequency in your inner state. It is learning to step back from that busy mind. Mind is a dictator it defines every moment and it defines the inner reality of this human self at all times. It is to learn to bring quietude and spaciousness to mind. Letting mind learn, it can let go. It can just watch. It is learning the very nature of mind learning that, yes, mind has to be busy watching the waves, watching for other ships. But really, mind is just the watcher and can just stand back and be the watcher. It can find that harbor, that still water, and just rest. Just go into quietude and let go. In this moment, I am not the captain. In this moment, I am just one of the crew. I'm just part of this being. In this moment, I can go into a quietude, a receptivity, and let my mind be a mirror, a window a clearness that allows this higher self, this soul self, to flow into my being and flow into my life and into my heart. And to learn this and to have this patterned through daily practice or continual practice of some form meditation only being one way is to slowly transform this 
this reality and let that higher, greater self of love step into that captain's position. The true leadership is that of the highest consciousness, the greatest vision, the most far-seeing, and of the greatest knowledge. Therefore, the true captain is that atmic soul self, higher self. As the Zen would place it, the big sky, the big sky mind, not the small sky mind. So the way is some version of moving into big sky mind, meditative practice. Some form of the practice of that change of frequency, that disengagement, and letting that reality be experienced and felt. Bringing this into the daily life, bringing it into the practice of namaste, in lekek alakin, I am another you, feeling, sensing, greeting life as a fabric of beingness that flows in likeness within you. Namaste. Understand, namaste. Understand, in the kek, alaken.